0: Intro music. That's no good to me, Dad.
1: Intro music. Intro music. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. Almost it as is. complicated as doing this yeah this all at once all zoom at once all podcast. from different places yeah
2: zoom casts that's gonna be a new cast. thing it's our zoom casts sure uh, and we are back with a yet another zoom cast we are banter what's the name of, I, I sometimes you know it's been so long i almost forget it's banter best car book it's a long name anytime anyone asks me what's the name of your your uh, podcast i'm like write it
1: down
0: <laughs> get out, out down. a pencil because <laughs> you're gonna have to write this yeah. down yeah.
1: we
2: are a mandalorian podcast usually uh and by the way i will talk about uh a little bit of Mandalorian today, because my dad just started watching Mandalorian, nice. and he really likes it. It only nice. took me this long to get him to
1: watch awesome. it. Awesome.
2: Um, but we are back, once again, with another Corona update for you. Yep. Um,
1: my we beard are socially is
2: socially in. It is. Look at Rob's beard, man. It I had nothing full.
1: before this. Now yeah. I have this, all this. is this. a purely Corona beard. Purely? I've been yeah. having
2: this for months. <laughs> just now right, getting out of here. Chris, Chris right there, he's just he's just look at him he just all of our yes our good looks right in that corner left top left corner if you're looking it's right over right there every episode
1: that chris is in our female viewership goes up we get way more views it's weird it's It's really strange it's amazing how you doing chris (laughs) welcome back it's 2020 (laughs) that's right that's right it doesn't matter all all are welcome yes so uh
2: we are happy to have chris back yet again how many is this for you chris this is only my,
3: only my second one. Uh, I've been berated on one for not joining. Uh, right. so, we do that. So that that is like
1: correct. 2.2? Yeah. We do go. that. We talked he's about it a lot on one and you were
2: on two. He's going to so have a talking. Kanye moment. He's waiting the middle of this thing. He's going to be like, listen, now that I'm here, I have this to say.
1: We're renaming um, it. Chris, right. Chris, and Chris. That's the name of that's the show. That's right.
2: <laughs> well, it, you know, it'd probably get more hits on, on Spotify, but life goes on. Um, so. We are back. Uh, first of all, we want you to check out our social media like uh, we always ask you to do. Yes. What do they say? What are the three? Like, comment, subscribe?
1: Like, comment, and subscribe down below. You got it. And we have a YouTube right. channel now as well. And now so we make have YouTube. Sure. Uh, if, you, if you're listening to this
2: on your daily run or jog you know, as a podcast, yes. we are creating this Zoom cast and uploading it to YouTube, uh, to our YouTube channel. So check us out there so you can really see what we're talking about when we're describing yes. just how handsome Chris is. Because
1: yeah.
0: he really is a
2: handsome guy.
1: <laughs> You poor, it could be it. Worse. you poor guy it could be worse i mean you could get <laughs> a could sitting for here being... just talking about how ugly i am yeah you know I mean, like i right we... mean
2: right here right <laughs> here um, anyway i don't know whose stream that's Shunk, pointing to. You on your i know
1: screen. in my view you in my view you pointed to a black square so it's perfect in your that's view right. and what everybody's seeing from your recorded angle could be completely different i hope it's yep. not me <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, so we're on instagram Milk podcast we are yes. on twitter bantha milk on twitter yeah uh facebook bantha milk podcast we are bantha milk podcast at gmail.com and uh what's our youtube channel i should probably know that
1: bantha milk podcast. i think it's bantha yeah. milk podcast so if you just type in sense, Bantha, right? if you type in banter beskar and then just hit enter you'll find us yeah so we'll be there we'll, we'll be there, there. we will
2: be yeah. we gotta really tinker with those algorithms or yes something. and we, we have, have to we gotta figure that with out
1: getting more viewers too so yeah and that's where you come in me right? oh. we need not me. You. You listening. You. Yes. The the viewer, the listener can't get the gesture. I'm
2: gesturing now at the Chris. Can you do me a favor and give me a live commentary of all the gesticulations throughout?
1: <laughs> He's just, like, just, he just for the He's listeners. Got like the, the Donald Trump accordion here. Every time his hands go this. in and out. <laughs> oh
2: boy. Um, so. After you check out our search meets, um, you should come back on May 4th because
1: we're going to have a super show. Super show right? on May 4th. You heard it Talking here Talk about first. the super show,
2: Rob. Um,
1: and I'm What does that talk- mean? It means – I don't know. Uh, we're still in the process. We have whole, uh, less than a week to figure it all out. But basically, here's the deal. We're going to have every guest that we've ever had on the show on the show again. We invited our right. good friends Dave Filoni. And, Dave uh, Filoni. He's He was invited – um, who else did we invite? He, he's a maybe. he's, yes, he's still he said, a maybe. He, um, he's trying to trying to find his way in. Uh, it's really tough to find us now using Zoom. Um, yeah. For him to Pedro join. Pascal's a no Pager, Pedro Pascal Pager's has out. another Zoom call. Yeah.
2: He's he actually has a, a weekly drinking game with the Game of Thrones cast. <laughs> he, and he couldn't
1: make it up. So couldn't he, c- it he couldn't come now. <laughs> um, yeah,
2: but we will have uh, me and Rob. Uh, yes. Sorry, we're th- we're here every time. We're leave.
1: Unfortunately, um, you're stuck with us.
2: We also will have Pagan, a superstar. She might be our most featured one I think yet. so. Tom's catching up. Tom's now. catching Tom up. Tom will be there. Yeah. Chris will be there. Chris will be uh, there. Our good buddy Brian will be there. Brian, yeah. Um, so it's going to be an all-star cast. Um, and uh, I hear Sir Alec Guinness just might make an appearance. He might
1: make an appearance. C3PO might and if be he doesn't, there.
3: if he doesn't, your beers will be there because at that point, uh, you know, just less than a week, they're going to be sentient. That's so right. That's right
1: that's
2: right. <laughs> gonna... Okay, so we should probably talk Star Wars now, right? Yes, let's that talk Star Wars. Well, we've been talking before Star we get Wars. To that, we've been self promoting. Don't we have to talk about the Bantha milk? Yes. What, what is our Bantha milk? We didn't really come up with a Bantha milk of choice today. I'll no. tell you why. Because, number one, it's really hard to get out of the liquor store right now. Yes. And it's just like, I, I don't really like leaving the house.
1: I don't, yeah. I, I do. Yeah, I, don't I went want in my hammock today.
2: It was great. But, but I don't anyway, want to so, venture
1: off of my property.
2: But the great thing. About having a podcast wherein you drink is that I've got a bar full of just <laughs> stuff.
1: Just all leftover stuff. all Yeah, know, so, that you can make any type of compilation out of.
2: Yeah, my dear wife made me uh, one of our highest scoring, if not our highest scoring drink of all time, the Whistling Bluebird.
1: No, so jealous. Right here,
2: Foreman. Yes, indeed. Thank
1: you, Pagan. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Um, so, what, what do we got here, guys? Uh, so, I'm drinking a local brew, Tonewood. Is a, oh, is a yeah local brewery and, and here in live, uh, Garden right, State,
2: right down the street from Tonewood. Great, Speaking great
1: of place. local breweries, um, our good friend who ke- keeps um, chatting with us on Facebook, uh, we talked about it before how he had the uh, the beer, the Mandalorian named beer. I forget, oh, I'm so bad at this. So whatever he named Rob, it, you need to take
2: better notes, my friend. I know,
1: right? I have a whole list of notes about I mean, what we're going to talk about.
2: In Rob's defense. He couldn't find the headphones on top of his head earlier. They that were like is true. They were up right here. He was I was
1: looking all over. I couldn't find them anywhere. So, yeah, so, but yeah. So, so there, he Rob. he uh, won a contest where he uh, got the name of beer, and he named it after the Mandalorian. Uh, they brewed it a while back. He sent us pictures of the beer. He got it. He said it's delicious. They did a little uh, more tweaking to it. They did some dry hopping and things like that. Nick knows all about this stuff. He's a big beer dry guy. hopping. Dry all hopping. About the dry He's hopping. a big fan of the dry hopping. So, yeah. um, yep. Yeah, so I just wanted to throw it out there. Um, Wasn't it,
3: wasn't it based on like, uh, kind of a mango base, like mango Lorian. Like there you go. Very good. I'm glad Chris, our super Chris fan. Chris knows Christmas more here. about yeah. our show than you know,
1: the hosts do. He can remember I've, things. I've done
3: three rounds of yard work listening to that particular episode. So. Oh, well, thank you very much. <laughs>
1: see,
2: not, not only is he one of our most frequent guests, he's also one of our biggest listeners because there's about 17 of you out there, but,
1: but Chris, Chris keeps listening. Chris, Chris is pulling up our, our listens by listening to our shows over and over, <laughs> over again. I do and appreciate that. But Chris
2: has, takes, some, Chris has been doing some very nice yard work. So I'm glad we could help you get
1: that done. Yes, we'll help him. <laughs> and we can help you, too, the listener, get through the day. That's right. You. You. Tell your friends. Yep.
2: Tell your family. Want to get yard work done? listen listen to, to our banter, podcast while cigar, you do it that's banter right banter and
1: tell your friends to i do built the same a porch
3: thing. i built a bar i i redid my outdoor shower and it's all thanks to this podcast
1: there we go so thank you chris thank uh, you for can listening you, can you make sure you write
2: that down that's going to go on mm-hmm. our
1: yes yeah
3: there's just got to be a little disclaimer at the bottom that says none of the uh improvements are structurally sound <laughs> you may want to consult a professional <laughs> he forgot <before> to
1: use <laughs> screws on all of them but it's just all <laughs> oh, gingerly listen, put together step. yes you got to screw it all together um, oh so yeah, so Chris, back we didn't to we did get to hear about your Bantha milk Yeah, tell us what you're drinking, Chris.
3: So I'm just—I uh, don't have any fancy name or anything. It's just uh, straight Jack Daniel's. It's the new honey brew that they've been doing. Very nice. And it's—it's it's, it's very enjoyable. It's nice. I will tell you, I—I
2: know, Chris. That's a—that's a—that's a heavy drink for you, my friend.
3: It, you know, it really is. And I, I typically don't go for most um, most hard alcohol. I'm not a beer guy. Uh, usually I'm stuck with just wine. But this is quite nice. It's really smooth. Um, not too sweet. It's, it's still got that nice, rich flavor. Um, but just Chris, sweet enough that I don't get pulled back.
2: Just Very do nice. me a favor. Um, the endorsement check from Jack Daniels hasn't cleared yet. So just <laughs> hold off hold off on talking him up too much until that check comes in. Yeah, you know, we need I will, I will. But if you're listening, Jack Daniels. Look at that face. <laughs> Look, Look at, at that, that face. face. He could be your spokes guy, and we will ride those coattails. Notice how I mean.
1: Tonewood doesn't even care that I'm holding up their beer, but Jack Daniels <laughs> is writing checks out to Chris right now. That's
2: right. I mean, I, I would write that guy a check. Mm-hmm. I will write. Hold on. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, you're finding so, a check real fast. Also, while we're talking about Soch Meads, I want to talk about yes. my latest little thing here on our I YouTube channel. Thing. Only on our YouTube channel. I mean, I guess we could share it on Facebook exclusively <laughs> on our YouTube channel. This just came out from Lego, like a not even a month ago. Um, they have a whole set of hey, helmets. Um, why don't you go ahead
2: and tell the people who might be listening at home and not watching what you're holding up?
1: Oh yes, this thing that I'm holding <laughs> while you're listening <laughs> Chris, that to was me. Your, this is great I audio. To be doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Chris. And I've only had two sips of the beer, too. So this is really good. Oh, really cool. I'm,
3: I'm an hour in. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so in my hands is a Lego Boba Fett helmet that uh, is a, a new Lego series. They have Boba Fett. They have a Stormtrooper helmet. And they have a Darth Vader helmet. Um, it, According to the box, is about eight and a half inches tall. There was like 600 pieces to it. I did the whole thing, I recorded the whole thing It's on our YouTube channel, I did it in like Fast forward, that time lapse thing So you can watch me quickly put this together It's like a 5 minute video or whatever it is But uh, it's pretty cool, you know how I feel About Boba Fett and obviously how we feel About the Mandalorian So as soon as my son told me about this I immediately bought it Um, They have a couple other Lego blockheads of the Mandalorian And the child, but they're not released until August, but they're on the website now You can pre-order them um, but they're not coming out till August. This one Ma'am, came out, st- so I bought this. Star
2: Wars has been pulling that garbage for forty years. Oh my god! Pre-orders and stuff, man. From Just the, very give first, me what I want the very first, the very first episode. It yeah. It's messed so, up. Uh, but that helmet is, in fact, a very good segue into what is the meat of our show, which is the the latter half of the Clone Wars. And I will say once again that if you're watching this and you have not watched the Clone Wars, you're missing out. Yep. And yes, and especially after this last season, you're missing out on uh, and. Chris said it to me, because Chris actually saw this before I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when he said this sentence to me, I was skeptical, but I believed him, because he's a trusted guy. Look at him. Look at him. Look I at trust him. that
1: face. How you not trust that face? Um,
2: uh, uh, just for the people at home, we are pointing the handsome man over there.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, <laughs> so he told me that might be the best thing in star Wars I've ever seen. Like the best star Wars I've ever seen. And he is right.
1: He is right. I agree.
2: Especially the last two episodes uh, were some of the best star Wars I've ever seen.
0: Yes. Like like
2: those last two episodes were better than some of the movies. I would rank them higher than some of the movies.
3: And you know what? I went last night. Uh, my wife and I went and uh, watched *The Rise of Skywalker*. And I only got a chance to see *Rise of Skywalker* once in theaters. I wanted to go back, It just didn't work out in my schedule. I was really busy at that point in time, and so I was really excited to go back and watch it again. And I had just watched those two episodes of *Clone Wars*, and then followed it up with *Rise of Skywalker*, which of course is is the the ultimate fu- finale of the Skywalker story. And I watched it, and I went.
0: That yeah,
1: was good. Yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah, it wasn't. But as good I wanted as to the... go back. I wanted to go back
1: and watch Clone Wars. Clone yet, Wars again. Yeah. Uh
3: huh. I'm sitting there, and I'm, I'm wanting to see an animated version of a, a Star Wars story rather than you know the the,
1: the, the real trillion billion yeah.
3: dollar budget. Uh-huh. Of of a uh, feature film, yeah, so but, you know that, that
2: speaks to it. But I'll tell you, I think a large part of that is because they've spent the entirety of Clone Wars and Rebels, like figuring out. The, the animation thing like you look yeah. at some of the fights from like this the first season like one of my biggest uh gripes about clone wars from the beginning was the, the lightsaber battles all looked cheesy mm-hmm. everything was super <laughs> fast you know like looked really animated yeah but and we'll talk a little bit more about why this lightsaber battle looked so amazing once we get to there at the end uh but the, they have perfected it and it looked like this the lightsaber battle that culminated at the end of the season looked better than any lightsaber i thought i was watching duel of the fates again like with with a uh, maul and uh obi-wan and uh qui-gon like it was that good it was that good um, yeah, exactly but oh, we will talk about that when we yes. get to the end, because we got to start at the beginning. We ended so, with yes. sort of the last couple, it was the first three episodes, we saw some of the Bad Batch.
1: Right, so let's do this. Well, by the way, spoiler this is uh, alert highest
2: rated drink here.
1: Oh, there uh, it is. Still holding up, still holding up. Still holding up, still the highest rated? I would say so. Excellent. Uh, so we're going to start off by saying spoiler alert. Uh, yeah, if you didn't see
2: the Clone Wars.
1: Season 7 came out t- 10 weeks ago now. Um. Yep. So we're gonna we're gonna give a. a and you've p- had no
2: excuse not to watch it. this Yeah, morning. I, you've been home every day for been? ten weeks. What are you like, doing? Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs>
1: uh, I've watched all all ten episodes twice already. So, um, if you haven't seen it yet, then then shame on you. But anyway,
2: I've watched all the episodes once, and the last two episodes at least two weeks.
1: at least two or three times. yeah. So it starts off we and we talked about the Bad Batch when uh it first came out we were talking about it a little bit so the season 7 starts with the bad batch which were those guys you were, Nick I remember Nick said that uh you know the leader of it looks like a ramboish type of guy That's right. he's even got the own... island
2: of misfit clones yes um yeah.
1: so they were uh clone force 99 they're named after uh, a malformed clone named 99 from arc trooper in 2010 So that's where they got the name of their thing. Uh, Each member has a skull and the Arabesh numbers 99 on their armor somewhere. A couple of them. I think uh, Punisher, whatever his name is. uh, Raker. uh, Wrecker. Wrecker has it like really big. He's got it really, really big. Um, So real fresh. Oh, one thing that I did read uh, facts about Season 7. Every main character has smaller eyes now than they did previously on the clone wars to make them look more like the rebels boom mike drops interesting yes hmm. so i don't know how much smaller but apparently their eyes are smaller now than they were before um which i'm also going back and rewatching rebels again and while i'm doing I, that right now yeah while i liked seasons 1 through 3 i thought they were good Season four is when the storytelling really picks up and season five storytelling is amazing. I feel, um, yeah, so we can talk about that. Uh, Anakin looks older now, Nick. We talked about that before about how yeah he's he's got,
2: they all have the updated models to look like. And for a reason to look like they did in episode three.
1: Yeah. Because now we're getting towards the end of this, which is leading closer into episode three. Uh, the troopers in 99, they have mutations um sergeant hunter is their leader we know him he's the rambo guy wrecker he's our strong man he's huge um crosshair he's afraid of heights and afraid of heights which is really funny because he's super big he's not afraid of anything except for heights uh which was a great problem when you're
2: flying in space i'd imagine because what is space if
1: not height you're inside a ship so there's really nothing to look like you're going to fall into you're just in nothing except
2: the Empty black abyss of space, right?
1: So, are you really falling? You're just floating at that point. That's more of a philosophical question, It I guess. sure is. We could spend hours on this. Moving oh, on. on, Chris, Chris <laughs> is the scientist among us.
3: I, I think it would take hours. And, and again, what do we have to do right now? So, here we go, everyone. Here we go. Let's go.
1: <laughs> Bring out the chalkboard. Start writing things oh, down. Oh boy. Uh, the fourth member was Crosshair, he was the sniper. He was uh, everybody. I feel like everybody has to have a sniper now With uh, uh DC has the uh what's his name Will Smith played him in, in one of the movies Sharpshooter yeah or? Yeah um, yeah yeah trick shot and dead, shot. dead, dead shot. shot, and then uh You know uh um, Hawkeye. Hawkeye you know so whatever And then they have the, the tech guy The skinny little geeky tech guy Who can hack into anything Um so those are the four That's you that's me and yeah I can hack into anything Um that's right. so they're the uh they're the troopers in ninety nine. It was four episodes long. Um I thought it was good. Um they had yeah, to find def- echo. Like uh one of the regular clone troopers, they realized that uh the They tapped into his brain.
2: Yeah, right, they were to tapping get, into to his, get battle plans.
1: Right. The Imperials were figuring out everything that they were doing because they tapped into a, a clone that they had captured brain and then they were just, you know, seeing what he said that they would do. So they had to save yep. him. Um, so it was cool that they had to save him. His name was Echo. Um, do you guys want to add Echo, anything to these? Echo, who who later
2: became a member
1: of. Right as he finishes, the, he yeah. So so a bad th- batch. Talk about a morality thing. So um, was it Cody who's the leader the of the clones? Rex. Rex. So Rex is determined to find Echo because he he feels so bad about leaving him behind. So Is it he, Rex that was leading
2: that hunt? I know Rex was big in that. I'll look it up. Okay. Keep talking.
1: So one of the Rex co I think it was Rex. I think you're right. Um, uh, so he's like determined to find him because he knows he left him behind and it's like leave no man behind type thing. He finally goes, they save him, and then as soon as they save him, he's like, Yeah, I think I'm gonna go hang out with these guys instead. Like, I don't know, Chris, if if you were lost and Nick saved you, would you come hang out with me instead of hanging out with Nick?
3: Yeah, but the, the thing, the, the concept behind it is that um, Echo doesn't feel like he belongs anywhere anymore. And, you know, I think there's there's a, a, a maturity to Rex's character to recognize that and, and understand where people need to be. And I think that's why Rex is such a great character, because here is this clone. You know, he's supposed to be the same as, as all of his brothers, you know, thousands upon thousands of them. Yet there is something special about Rex that, that isn't really noted, and, and Rex doesn't really recognize it himself, but I think the Jedi do. And that's why they, they gravitate towards him, because he has this intelligence and this um, this extra sense about things that, that allows him to know what's the right thing to do in the right situation, rather than just go and, and try and win no matter what
2: that's a pretty big theme throughout the clone wars. I feel like is the clone. And that, that's, I think one of the great things about Dave Filoni and one of the reasons why, especially after this season, I hope they just give him the keys,
0: oh just my gosh, do yeah. whatever
2: you want, because yeah. like he was able to take what was ostensibly a plot, point right the the clones were hey there's this army of clones let's use this to push forward the story about the jedis with the lightsabers right they were just used yeah and he took these characters that really weren't supposed to mean anything and like humanized them and made them interesting and made them deeper than they could have been right Right. like without clone wars those clones are just what what different are they than the droids
0: right right they're They're just human
1: versions of the droids and right, I feel like, like in, the same. in the movie, in episode two of the movie, I feel that's how they were really like portrayed as basically just human versions of droids. That yep. they were like you said, they're just expendable. They're just out there, throw as many of them out there as we can, keep making more of them, and we'll win by having more than more clones than they have droids. Yep. Um, so yeah, so I definitely think it's awesome that that they did give these just faces great stories now. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Um so the bad batch ends. Echo goes off with, with the with the uh with the ninety nine guys and then it's like okay, story arc done. New story arc. And rap that's when yeah, wrap a bell on it, put it away. And then this is when we, we see Ahsoka again. So everybody's excited about that.
2: Who who by the way might be my new favorite Jedi?
1: Yes, yep. yes. And who, by the
2: way, uh, by the end of this season, I would I would argue is a Jedi Knight now. Oh, it has to be. Even, Absolutely. Even and she would not call herself that, no. right? Because when, when we see her later, she says, I am no Jedi. Right. Which I think is, is the absolute coolest thing because what she did at the end of this season made her a Jedi Knight, a fully-fledged, like, this is, any Jedi would see this as, you are now a Jedi Knight. This was the trials. And she's, she chooses not to be even even how great. the
1: clones see her when she comes back when we get into mm-hmm. i guess absolutely the the
2: that's into the
3: final, in, arc, in, yeah, of that in that final arc. Yeah, the final arc.
1: Yes, but yeah, like. So
3: wait, before we get into all that, let's let's yes. focus on on that on the middle section of the series. Yes, so thank you.
1: That's remember, why you're here, be, Chris, is to get it. Yeah, Chris's got to Chris keep, has us keep us on track. Yeah, we're already before l- before he suddenly runs off and uses the rest. Go he's he's got to
2: make sure he keeps us on track.
3: <laughs> so <laughs> you know, it's,
1: it's the little things. That's right. <laughs> so here in the middle section, when we first meet Ahsoka, we see her. She's flying a speeder bike that. Uh, Breaks, falls apart. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she had some
2: bad she had bad luck, man. Yeah. Like she just and Coruscant is really high.
1: Yes. Like or like there's a lot the of height for those buildings. They're like down in in a tunnel going deep into Coruscant. Yeah. Which you see ships, they're just continuously just driving around in that circle. And I was just wondering. Yeah. Where are they going? Because it's the circle's big, but it's not that big. So I'm like, you're just driving around in circles. Where are you going? So you know, it's, just it's like Jersey. Yes, I mean. exactly. Yeah, you get stuck in a loop, and then you just keep going. You can't get out of it. And I think that's what that's right. how all those people wound up down in that in the underground of Coruscant is. They ran out of gas. They got into that loop. They ran out of gas, and they were stuck there forever. That's it. So she, like, Where
3: are we? We're in Violin. What's that? I don't know. Just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Where's we can't.
1: Oh! <laughs> We're still in Vineland. All right. Here's oh, a, here's a house for sale. Let's move in. Um, so she That's meets she meets two people, Trace Martez and her sister Rafa, uh, while she's down in Coruscant. And so we finally hear. Who really,
2: like, kind of to me seemed, and, and I like them, but they might have been the laziest part of the season because they were very, they were almost cookie cutter characters. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? Here's yes. the rough and tumble girls uh-huh. who are growing up on their own, the older ones raising the younger one. Yeah. Uh, the older one he is doesn't just, trust
3: anyone, the younger one trusts everyone. Uh-huh.
2: It just seemed a little lazy to me. But I mean, yeah. it, it moved, the, again, it moved the plot along. But
1: Dave, next time. Even even the end of this story arc I thought was lazy as well. When we get to the end of that, I'll talk about that. I'll refresh the lazy writing in this section as well. It is. Um So, yes. Oh, fun fact. When she really? loses control of her speeder, she runs into a Snivarian. Uh, I think I said that right. A Rodanian. A Rodan. An Ithorian. Rodian. A Rodan. An Ithorian and an Aqualash. Aqualash. They were flying other vehicles. All four of them were based on the 1979 Kenner toys, and in the t- when they were the toys, they were called Blue Snaggletooth, Greedo, Hammerhead, and Walrus Man. Um, Rob
2: does his uh, research.
1: I do a little bit of research. Yes. Um, so then we also <laughs> Rob has his
2: glasses on his face now. So that, you know yeah, because I, I
1: need to read what I wrote. Um, so we <laughs> see those those four characters two more times throughout the series. When uh, when she realizes that the uh the one the robot that that they say they'll fix is a basher robot or whatever he does where he just runs around the city and just breaks everything um as the robots running around those four people are in the streets again and they're like whoa um and then we see them also at the end of of that first uh episode of this of this four episode arc here so the four little easter eggs they like to drop little drop yeah so that's fun um Gone with a Trace, Deal No Deal, Dangerous Debt, and Together Again are the four episodes of this. So,
2: essentially, to boil it down, they they do something dumb. They they stumble right. Ahsoka stumbles upon them. Then they need to like make money, and they like steal spice, right?
1: They steal spice. Yeah, well, yeah, they're 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 gonna run spice because the younger sister builds her own ship, and this is her first ship that she finally gets to like fly. So the older sister, of course, gets them into too much trouble because she gets mixed up with some bad dudes. Um, and then while they're... And who were
2: those bad dudes?
1: Uh, I forget the name. Do do we... yes. Was it Crimson Dawn? Yes, I think it was. Yes. Yes, you're right. Because that,
2: that leads into to what we have later on, which was the leader of the Crimson Dawn. Yes. Which leads into Solo. See, Dave Filoni, man. It all, I know Weaving he... Weave
1: the web. Way to, way to... Yes, weave that web. Yeah. Um, so... She wants to run spice because it's gonna be easy, uh, easy money for her, and then they can get off a course on it, and of course then they find out that they're running spice and Ahsoka being the former Jedi doesn't want to run spice. She wants to give this spice to people who could use it instead for real medicine. Apparently
2: spice can be used turned into medicine. I, I probably should have known that,
3: it's, but I did not.
1: Yes, it can be used hey, for good I mean, or bad. If,
2: if- if bleach
1: can be a cleaner and a medicine... <laughs> and a medicine. And UV <laughs> light spice. Yes, why not spice? Yes.
2: Uh, this is where our legal department comes in and says, uh, banter, best and <laughs> does not condone the use of bleach for any internal uses. And if Please you consult a think, doctor.
1: If you think bleach is okay, then uh, you have more problems than the fact yeah. that you're going by the way, to drink bleach.
2: <laughs> by, by the way, I'm impressed with how quickly I said that. I've, I've had a good amount of this already. That, so. that's a, that is uh, impressive. So, obviously... What you should do in any situation like that is just take the illegal substance and dump it into the vacuum, dump it space.
1: into space, just get rid of it because if you don't have it anymore, then nobody can problem solve. Problem solved, problem solved. Well, I got that rid of will it. surely
2: cause no trouble for anybody. No
1: trouble for oh, anybody. wait, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, what you're, that's you're saying? That, that's not a good idea.
2: Philadelphia music comes on, <laughs> <laughs> bom, bom, bom,
1: that's not anyway. a good idea. Oh no, so then of course they get themselves into even more trouble. Then they get captured by the bad guys. Ahsoka starts using some of her Jedi powers, while she also finds yeah, out right, that the other two she hate was... the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so
3: which was interesting. What? What? So I don't know what, if you guys had the same reaction as I did when I was watching that. And she's got this hesitancy to use her Jedi powers. Is her hesitancy based upon trying not to use her powers in front of these two sisters that hate the Jedi, or is it because she is so? uh removed from all concepts of being supportive of the jedi cause that she doesn't even want to use the training that the jedi bestowed upon her
2: well see i didn't think about that but with the way star wars is going now because they're all about the cutting off your connection to the force thing you know how luke cut off his connection to the force while he was in hiding and right. that's why he didn't feel hans death and stuff like that so i think it's possible i think it's more probable that she was probably not wanting to like show her she was probably trying to lay low right. uh she wasn't yeah. a jedi she didn't want to be seen as a jedi uh she just wanted to live her own life and anyone who sees her do jedi things all they know think is oh it's a jedi right so and also it was I, more of that i think
1: uh, also the fact that they were trapped, she knew that if if the bad guys saw her using her Jedi skills, they would want to capture her and um uh, even though she was already captured, but they would want to you know there's bounty out on yeah, use they'd, that yeah. They'd use that, yeah. So but to either I,
2: like lure the Jedi into a trap or else yeah. use her knowledge or But so, I mean going all the way
3: back to the beginning of this arc with her, you know, here's her speeder, it crashes and things like that, right? She instead of, you know, just being like up oh, all right, my speed is broken, and Jedi-ing her way out of it. Yeah, she and could have very easily. You know, she doesn't do that.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: However, as we get into the, the next arc, she has what I think is probably the coolest Jedi moment yeah. of all time, in my opinion, where she jumps, not to give anything away, and again, if you haven't seen this, it's- please stop and go watch this before you continue this. Yes. She jumps out of the sky and it's like <laughs> i don't need it i don't
1: need a jetpack
3: i i got this I'm i got fine. this here you want this
1: now nah, i'm good
3: <laughs> and just leaps out of the sky uh huh and is absolutely fine. Like not a hesitation of like, well, let me let me spot my landing spot going to hit on my way down. Just just like, the nah, force I am only the force, and the there. force
1: is with me. Yeah, yeah.
3: She's like, so I she know I'm that, gonna
1: land on whatever. This is the way.
3: Uh-huh. She <laughs> it does it that is. and have no issue with that. But when it's my speeder is broken and just like thirty feet to the right is a wall that I could just you know kind of jump onto, she's like, oh my god, I'm gonna fall.
2: But also, so that's where
3: I had a little bit of question possible. in terms of, it's of whether
2: also think Bad of- continuity, or clever, clever storytelling.
3: Yeah, I th- I think it's it's a, it's kind of the the clever storytelling where I think she is is so anti using her yes her her Jedi powers that she's going to try to to completely she's- avoid them at at all. Yeah, costs. she
1: just wants to just be a normal person. She doesn't want to be and a die. Jedi and die. If I die, it's, I'll die. But I would just rather be a normal person. Um, but then when she does The jumping out of, of the ship She's now surrounded by clone troopers She's now in war She's now in Jedi mode And like okay Now it's time for business So now I'm not going to hide yep. anything I'm going yep. all out You're So right. Maybe. yeah
2: um so yeah but that's that's a conversation for four minutes from now when we get to there um because because i just want to rehash that entire two episodes because it was amazing want to push through these into the last two because what it does and what i love is it took my two favorite things about star wars jedi and mandalorians and it put it in this beautiful package for me Because yes. here we have the siege of mandalore right it all kind of comes to a head of the siege of mandalore and we find out that you know maul uh who used to be Darth Maul, but obviously he's not a Sith anymore, so he's just been kind of going by Maul, is the leader of this crime syndicate, right? We got a little bit of preview into that in Solo, but we get more of that now. And I, again, I love that they're taking everything from all these places and tying them in. I don't know if you saw the guest appearance in that little conversation, but there was a conversation with Maul where they had all these holograms around, and uh, Dryden Voss was there. Dryden oh, Voss. I missed that. Oh, missed yeah, they, it, yeah. Had a, they had a CGI Dryden Voss, uh, who, if you watch solo, was the face of the syndicate, uh, whereas Maul was the real true leader of it. Um, so that might be the earliest canon viewing we have of Dryden Voss. Um, so we have Maul, who's, who's the head of this crime syndicate, and he is basically manipulating a faction of the Mandalorians into starting this wide scale conflict in yeah. order to lure the jedi in order to lure specifically anakin uh it's just it's the coolest to, again it should be viewed as one movie the last two episodes yeah. and it's and it's better than some i mean i would rather watch those two episodes right now than some of them cuz it's just it, the storytelling is amazing it's just great so if we want to start i don't know even know how to start at the beginning so i have so can, many things i want to talk about can
1: we can we just back up uh 5 minutes And then get it right into that, because at the end of the end of the last story arc is where I wanted to get back into at the end of together again, get back into the lazy writing again. So during together again, you see uh, Mandalorians with hoods over their helmets. So they're Mandalorians. They're hiding, but they still have their masks. So they looked even Mm -hmm. cooler. I really like that look. Um, but they're following Ahsoka all around as she's trying to escape and getting captured and escaping again and whatever the case is. Turns out it's Bo Katan, mm-hmm. one of the other the other leaders of Mandalore, which did, um, in Rebels did she, did uh what's her name give Bo Katan Bo-K- the the uh, the dark saber. dark saber? Is that who got the dark saber? Was it Bo Katan or she was got it her eventually. sister?
0: Okay
2: I, I, Correct me if I'm wrong, I think she got it eventually But I think at this point Maul still has it
1: Okay Right um, Right I think Maul still has it I know Because Rebels comes after I was after surprised this. we didn't see it Yes I thought I thought he was going to fight with it Yeah I thought so as well um, But this is where I thought this The story That whole middle story arc I feel it's, it's a little weak She just finally like They They pay off the, Or they get away from the bad guys They kill the bad guys Whatever um they get back to their to their space station their their little garage shop and uh ahsoka says you know oh, we're back here or whatever and then bo-katan's standing right behind her and she's like you need to come with me now and i'm like oh i guess that's the end of that story arc and we're moving on to the next one and then, and then we don't see them again and then we don't see them yeah. again and i'm like really like you couldn't have done anything better with that and get a better transition to be there. fair
2: it kind of, I kind of get why it makes sense. And the only reason I get why it makes sense is this. Um, the way the story is told in the last two episodes is brilliant. Yes. Right? And because, it is
1: standalone. Like, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, so like, the last two, so for
2: those who haven't seen, the last two episodes take place nine during Revenge about, of
1: the Sith. Yeah, we're talking about episodes nine and ten now. Yeah, the last
2: two episodes, nine and ten of the season, takes place during Revenge of the Sith. Because there's two times, more
1: episodes to go.
2: Right. And there are times during that episode where you, like, check into the movie, almost. It's like, oh, this is where we are in that movie. Oh, like, at one point, Obi-Wan says, oh, Anakin just killed Dooku. Right. It's right. so like, oh, that's the point we're at. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. And so, it's I, I can almost understand it because like we saw the movie and right. now we're seeing all this other stuff that's going on at the same time that we had no idea about yeah. until now. Cause Ahsoka so, like, wasn't in the movie. Right. Yeah. But, but she unbeknownst to because they didn't know at the time, but unbeknownst to us, she played such a huge role in that movie without even being in
1: it.
0: Without being so in it.
2: it's, so I can understand how like, you know certain plot points just end because they have to go a completely different place you know what i mean um so, so i don't know it's it's i don't know how they would have made that less lazy uh, yeah. unless they included those characters in but again i think those were lazy characters so they probably had no place to fit those into the last two episodes right so yeah. do you
1: think those four episodes were just introducing ahsoka again and her her mental state of mind of i don't want to be a jedi i don't want to use my jedi stuff. that's
2: fine um the actress who plays ahsoka was mentioning i think on twitter or something that there was some hate out there about these filler episodes that like every episode should be jam-packed first of all that's not really how it goes it's a cgi thing you know it with eight with eight episodes i kind of was hoping for a little more of that too but it's a, TV, it's a TV show. It's not a movie. You know what I mean? Right. We got all we needed from that in the last two episodes.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but the last two episodes wouldn't have mattered if it weren't for the setup of the of the preceding episodes showing us where Ahsoka's state was. You know what I mean? Right.
1: So you did um, need those filler episodes to see Ahsoka's state of mind. If we don't have those filler episodes, suddenly you just see Ahsoka. She's back with the clone, clone trooper. She's back fighting with the Jedi. Why? How did she get here? We don't know any of that. So even though they were the filler fluff episodes, it if you pay think- darker att- deeper attention to it, they're not as fluff as people are making them out to be. I think
2: sometimes people confuse fluff and and filler with storytelling.
0: Right. Yes. Right? There's a product there's a
2: there's a movement of story. There's one thing
3: I wanted to point out and I think it's pretty important, it's when um when Ahsoka first finds out from the sisters that they don't like the Jedi and why, I think there's an important notion there that, that isn't really discussed previously in star Wars. Right. And it, it's the fact that, that the Jedi, these wonderfully magical uh, human beings that are, and and alien beings that are able to, um, you know, manipulate the laws of physics and, and space and time to, to do all these wonderful things, not, Everybody is super stoked on that. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. a lot of people are envious of it, mm-hmm. and a lot of people are not supportive of the Jedi in general. And and there's not really necessarily a great reason for it. You know, um, I'm sure if it boils down to it, even those sisters would be able to say like, I understand why they were doing what they were doing. I just didn't, I didn't agree with how they went about it. Right. But at the same point, it shows that there are. There's a big faction probably of the galaxy that isn't the leading classes for the, the armies that do not view the Jedi in such high regard. And that explains why when the Jedi are overthrown, that not everybody was like, hey, what the hell? I'm yeah. not okay
1: with this. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. Like, okay. They're and like, All right. and, yeah. and they were so easy to forget
2: them, too, because they mm-hmm. were almost treated as a myth afterwards. And that's a pretty common theme in just storytelling anymore. Because, like, you, you talk about the Marvel Universe, where, you know, we have... St- Captain America Civil War and it's like the one faction who wants them to be regulated because we see the collateral damage that they cause when they have these big scale conflicts. Oh great, the bad guys dead, but so are these million people who were in these yeah, buildings and the billion you know I mean? dollars
1: of damage that was done yeah. when when Hulk threw somebody through these 14 buildings. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So
2: it, it's it's a I mean it's almost philosophical like what's what's the greater evil I guess? And it's at also what cost? at what cost? At what cost? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It,
1: it's interesting. I I love how the storytelling has evolved because I think back to when we were kids. You know, everyone wanted to be a Jedi. Jedi's were the greatest. You know, we love Jedi's. You know, no matter what you had, if you had a, a wrapping paper core, you suddenly had yourself a lightsaber, and you're beating everybody with this Listen, wrapping man, paper core.
2: I, I still do. Oh yeah. <laughs> don't act like don't act like you don't do that. Oh too. totally.
1: Like I've a, got a Boba Fett blaster
2: in that room over there. Uh-huh, right? Yeah. I have no shame about that.
1: Yeah. So so the Look, fact that. Uh, storytelling has evolved to now make you think more like, oh, uh, you know, we look up to these, but maybe everybody doesn't, which is like, which is really cool. Um, yep. So that's now my official end to that story arc. And now... Nick's eyes can get big and he can start telling everything that we learned. in. And again, I was, I was one of those, those people too, I guess, who were
2: like, Oh, give me the action. Cause it
1: was, this, it played like a movie. Yeah. Uh, and I'm a sucker
2: for things that tie together. Right. You know what I mean? I, I love like when I see something and I go, oh, that means that's, and that's what this was with Revenge of the Sith. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, Oh my God, this is happening at the same time. I can't like, so I will watch Revenge of the Sith in a completely different way now, knowing this is happening. Knowing all the stuff
1: this is going on in the background, there. yeah.
2: Yeah, so we have, you know, uh, Ahsoka who brings the Mandalorians to the Jedi who, and she's like, listen, we need your help. There's there's this problem and the Jedi do the Jedi thing and they're like, we can't do that. It's not in our orders. You know, we are robots with lightsabers. Um, and so Obi-Wan says, I'm an old man. And I say, no, right? But Anakin is, is the guy and he's like, you got it. Yeah. I got your back. And not only do I have your back, here are your lightsabers back. Not only are here your lightsabers back, but check out these dudes who painted their helmets for you, I know, wasn't that awesome? Right? And, and I it, loved... it was like this show of respect. You know uh-huh. what I mean? It was really cool to see like again, she's a commander, she's not a, a really a Padawan anymore, and because she's not a part of the Jedi Order, she's really not a Padawan anymore. She's she's the leader, she's the head honcho. So I thought it was really
1: cool. I love the lines during that scene when they were all saluting her. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I'm not a Jedi. And he was like, to them, you are. To them, you're still our hero or still a hero. You're still a leader, you know. And then when they open up the doors and the whole battalion or whatever company that whatever size it was all had their helmets painted orange and they had a little bit of blue and white on. It was like, this is so cool. Like, they don't care that she left to them. She's still one of them. And, and what is
3: what is Rex's line there when, when uh she says, uh don't call me commander? Uh, says, all right, commander. All right, <laughs> all, right yeah,
0: commander. Says, all right, Commander. Yeah. That's
2: right. Yeah, I love that. It was awesome.
1: Oh, there, so. one of the funny lines from the last story arc, real fast. When she, when they're the two sisters are mad at her when they find out that she's a Jedi, and she goes, "I'm not a Jedi." I left. I like both sisters go. You can do that. Yeah. So it was just, right? it was just pretty funny. Who knew? Who knew we you could do that? Right. You could leave. Yep. What? So yeah. So, okay. um, so
2: again, we see these these
1: check-in points of
2: here we are in the movie, here we are in the movie, um, and so the first one was when Obi Wan was talking to. I forgot who he was talking to, but he mentioned that Anakin had executed Dooku. So that's huge. I right. mean, Dooku was one of the main protagonists of the entire series. Yeah. And we get an off-camera death. Off-camera death. Right? It's not really an off-camera death, but it's a that's that was our first like oh man. Like they didn't they didn't like hint at that at all until we got there. Yeah. I thought they might like hint at it. At, like they did kind of hint at it when they said uh, we got to go to coruscant there's a battle over coruscant but i thought they would slow play it they they went right in right
1: into it um, moving and on
2: and so and so we we check in and it was pretty clear we get a little bit more of obi-wan's kind of thinking here and obi-wan wasn't cool with what they were i mean i think we saw a little bit that he wasn't in the movie but it was clear that obi-wan was not cool with what they were doing with anakin yep right
1: I mean, with, with cuz he he also says in in this at this time he says anakin's uh he's observing the chancellor right now Mm-hmm. and uh and uh so he's like yeah he's on a special mission he's observing the chancellor right now you could tell that he wasn't happy with it and, and ahsoka he even, straight even up said, said to
2: ahsoka he said i i don't always agree with the jedi council right he straight up said yeah. those words so yeah. it's like, like again i think obi-wan was really conflicted at the same time too but I mean, this was the Jedi Order at the very end, and the Jedi Order at the very end was everything you see in a good cause that has gone awry, right?
0: right? They've, yeah. lost
2: their, they've lost their real purpose and their real focus, and so there's all this bureaucracy garbage that they're dealing with, and that's what leads to all this, this corruption. Yes. And I think Obi-Wan was seeing that. And I think if if you really look at Obi-Wan's character, Obi-Wan was the archetypical jedi if you if you think of a jedi knight obi and i think obi-wan might be the best jedi of all time yeah i mean he was he was everything a jedi had to be he he was in love with someone at one point and he kind of forsook that even though he still felt that love and he like but at the end he 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 had all this heartbreak in his life anakin leaving him he lost uh i forget what her name was uh bo-katan's sister right right yeah um but you know what he didn't lose though the high ground he never <laughs> lost that high ground. He never lost that high ground. Not a time. <laughs> not He's a one. Guy that Obi Wan.
1: So, but
3: while we... I I think I don't think Obi Wan would have volunteered that line of "I don't always agree with the Jedi Council" had it not been for him talking to Ahsoka. Right. And I think that's his apology to her.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he never. I, I did find it weird because you know it wasn't that Ahsoka and Annie were super cl- Annie Anakin were super <laughs> close and Obi Wan was like you know he was just there. Yeah, there were plenty of times in the Clone Wars where they were they were all close three to each of them other, were, yeah. And we're she must together. have felt really betrayed by Obi Wan in particular because Anakin at least showed some like he wanted to bring her back he wanted to keep her. But Obi-Wan is like the face of the order. He's yeah. on the Jedi. Yeah. And council, he was like, look, this I mean?
1: is the Jedi way. You can't, we can't do that. You, you're not, yeah. you, you broke the rules or whatever. No, it was
2: kind of a lame apology.
1: Yeah. But um, I mean, I think it's the
3: best he could do in it, within his constraints of, of still serving the order at the same yeah. time. I mean, mm-hmm. it's what he had that, to say to his grand Padawan. That's exactly. right. Now, his grand Padawan. I like what, that.
1: While we're talking about Obi Wan, I just saw this. Somebody just posted this on Facebook this week, which really makes me laugh about how much of a menace Obi Wan actually is in in the whole universe. Okay. He cut off, um, Dooku. was it Dooku? No, who's um, he he cut off a whole bunch of appendages off of all different people. So, can yeah, you think? He cut of- off the guy's
2: arm in the cantina.
1: Yep. Just uh, a he random cut off A gun. couple of
2: Grievous's hands.
1: Yes, we don't know how many of Grievous's hands because he had so many. He um, cut off Maul's lower
3: body, Maul's legs, Maul's, or Maul's, upper body, depending on depending glass, on half <laughs> full, empty. Somewhere
2: yes. down in the pits down there, there's just a pair of legs wriggling, like trying to find its lightsaber. Uh,
3: um, what about which Anakin? Is what the new Star Wars series. Is I mean, he animated. cut off like three of Anakin's limbs.
1: Yep. So, so somebody posted about how much of a menace. Limbs are not safe if you're around Obi Wan Kenobi. Be very careful. We
2: have a guest star. Oh, guys. look at that! We have a, a guest chat. It's a very exciting day. If you can't see us, we have a guest star. It's my bear, Nora. How you doing, Nora? <laughs> she Jesus. just wanted to say hi and give her opinion on uh, on Obi Wan and on cutting Obi-Wan. off
1: cutting off appendages. Appendages.
2: That's right. So
3: yeah. You so know, it's, it's interesting that that Obi Wan is so well known in the universe compared to uh, Anakin. Um, right. At yeah. least during the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. Because, you you know, Obi-Wan's doing some great stuff. He's, like, a great leader and stuff like that. But Anakin's doing the crazy stuff. Like, yeah. it, you know, you don't hear about, like, oh, that's the tactician who was great at chess. You hear about the guy that, like, did the kamikaze moves 30 times in a row and, and always survived.
2: Uh-huh. But to be fair, was- <laughs> even Grievous, when he, when he sees uh, Obi-Wan, calls him the negotiator. Right. Yeah. So he's known to be like the guy they call for like to sort of face on face because he's such a char- he's kind of like you, Chris. Charming. <laughs> he's handsome. He's powerful. He's charismatic. Let's bring him in. There right? we cutting go. Off limbs.
1: Yep. Cutting, cutting off, off limbs.
2: limbs and wherever he and, goes, uh, cutting off, breaking limbs, breaking hearts and cutting off limbs yep. one at a time. <laughs> oh, boy. So, so we got to push forward here. So I
1: thought that was a little funny. <laughs> uh, a little side note there about Obi-Wan as we're praising him so much. I just wanted everybody to remember who he really was. Who is Obi-Wan Kenobi? He's the limb cutter. Yes, let's get real. That's right. Um, He's
3: the reason for all those posters on the wall in Woodshop.
1: That's right. right. (laughs) I've been teaching shop for (laughs) nine nine years now. (laughs) Uh, For our listening
2: people, uh, Rob just pointed up some missing fingers. Some missing fingers. There we go. Oh, boy.
1: So let's figure out how we got to the end here. Yes. I really liked Maul in these two episodes
2: maul's character is what like i i know a lot of people and i follow if you don't follow star wars explained on youtube go follow them they're a great uh channel uh and i've watched him for years and his biggest thing that he just did not like in any star wars is bringing back someone from the dead and i get that it's kind of lazy right but we would have missed out on so much yeah if we didn't bring back maul because he was he was like the perfect like bef- in episode one again it's all about improvements to like the prequels. I feel like you're yeah. we, we introduced him all. And he said like seven words and he had a really cool fight scene and then he was chopped in half and who cares. Right. Yeah. But then we have this show that if you haven't watched this show and you go and see solo, you go, what happened? There's so much character development. And this guy who has been tormented for his entire life, you know what I mean? His life has been torment and training. Uh, and then his, his training became, he became this apprentice and then he was cut in half and discarded. Yeah. He, he went, crazy in these caves with electronic legs and finally got himself out of there. And he got like his, his entire drive at this point is this dude who broke me, who made me who I am. I have to kill him.
0: Mm -hmm. You
2: know what I mean? And like at any means necessary. And, but that means at this point is killing Anakin Skywalker because he knows that his master has been grooming him.
1: Yes. So So it's just,
2: it's so crazy. Like he's just this.
1: So while he's the bad guy, he's, actually almost a good, guy because, a good guy yeah so he wants he they both him and ahsoka not that ahsoka has the same plan like ahsoka doesn't want to kill Annie at this point in time but they both want to save the world from darth sidious and his apprentice yeah. um she doesn't know that his apprentice is anakin but Darth Maul does at this point. So it's awesome that he's the bad guy and the good guy all at the same time. Like
2: And and he gives this great Machiavellian speech at oh, the end, yeah. man, about about his views on the galaxy and where it's, it's just so great like and, he be, he went from this silent like phantom menace, mm-hmm. right, which I you could you could like argue in that which one is the phantom menace is it darth maul or is it sidious probably sidious um but to this like again he's this char- almost charismatic leader of a crime syndicate with these grand ideals he's like a he's like a bond villain almost you yeah. know what i mean like who, who's, who's been corrupted and driven insane by i don't even know what by
0: you by know it's, the it's very much like, the, by the the, system, like yeah. thanos
3: like when we yeah, yep. think oh yeah, like, hundred percent. you hear yep. like Thanos is like, I'm gonna wipe out half of all the population, and you're like, what? And he's like, because it's the only way that the universe is gonna continue to be able to exist. And you're like,
1: oh okay, oh okay, yeah. Like it's like you put well, it you, like that, yeah. So like,
3: you understand, like you don't again, you don't agree with the, right the method, but you understand the the drive, the drive, yeah, hundred percent. And because of that, you you actually respect that character and you actually buy into that character a little bit
2: more and i appreciate that yep and and we got to see again they expanded on what they've introduced so far as force powers as well we saw more of the kylo ren mind reading that we hadn't seen until kylo did it right but now it's popping everywhere right because uh maul interrogated the clone Mm -hmm. using this stuff that kylo loved to do um and then i mean there's a lot to talk about so far as Mandalorians. There's this whole big Mandalorian and the Mandalorian fight was incredible.
1: Mandalorian yep. fight. Um, yes. Oh my gosh. Again,
2: so good. It, it wouldn't maybe have been so incredible for me if the Mandalorian didn't happen. But I am so all in on Mandalorians now. Like when I see them I'm just like thinking about like Kyle the Mandalorian there. Man. Yeah. So are, right around the corner.
1: Are we going to see because even now Bo Katana, all the Mandalorians, as soon as they're done fighting, take their helmet off right away, put their helmet back on again. Kyle and his clan refuse to take the helmets off. Do you think by the 12th episode that we are going to find out why Kylo's clan? Are there four episodes? Well, we're at the 10th. This is 9 and 10. Oh, there's more? There's two more after this, yes.
0: I honestly thought we were done. No,
1: no, there's two more after this, yeah. Three! Yeah, so you get two more weeks of of this awesome story writing by our good friend Dave. I I thought that was it. I I, mean, yeah. I would have
2: been fine with it if that was
1: it too. And even like the opening of these two episodes, I do my research. Everything, everything about these two episodes were different than the previous eight and all that good stuff. But yeah, so uh, do you think that we're going to see a complete like transition into what we're finding out about the Mandalorian now?
2: I think we're going I think they're gonna. I think that's what we're going for.
1: Okay. I was expecting
2: to see at some point, literally. That scene with Din Djarin, you know, when he's a child, I, okay. I want to see them do that completely CG. I want to see it like shot for shot. Yeah, I want them to completely recreate it. I don't want I don't want them to hint at it. I want it to be like this is the Mandalorian right here. See, this is where it happens
1: Although yeah. I just I, I just I realized I just realized my flaw in my question because Rebels <laughs> happens after the Clone Wars. Right. they're still oh, big right. yeah, they got the Siege of Mandalorian Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's right. So, so yeah, no,
1: that won't happen. So that yeah, so that won't happen yet. So there we go. So I that answered was a my nice own music, question. though. Yes, a nice and we music. didn't need Chris texting us. Is it Chris or who's your other buddy who always texts in? Uh, uh, Doug. Doug. So uh, Doug all, is our fact checker. Yes, Doug is our fact checker. So he, Doug, he's probably eagerly awaiting. Yeah. Well, Doug is. He was texting in the middle, and he, and then I corrected myself, and he had a backspace all of his. He's like, oh, never mind. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh boy. Um So we have this Mandalor, and this is during. The, the craziness of this Mandalorian fight. This is where we have Ahsoka's like I'm the I'm the shiz moment. Yeah, where she decides to jump out of a plane.
1: Oh yeah, when all, when they're all attacking all the all. What they, all did she do? She like she landed on took one... took down some 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 planes and she like she jumped on a couple mess. of guys' backs and broke their jetpacks as she jumped on their backs. Then jumped to another guy and then sliced him or something and then landed on I mean, a plane. What I
2: like though is there's precedent for that, right? We've seen Anakin in like a movie right jump out of his car and drop a whole bunch. Yes. Right? So we know that that's possible. That's true. Yeah. yeah. We and, know that it's not something that is out of the realm of possibility, but, but Ahsoka did it with so much more style. Yes. <laughs> she did it with so much more
3: style and point out that when when he jump when Anakin jumps out, Obi-Wan kind of rolls his eyes and it's kind of like a oh here he goes again showing off noting that probably, he's probably the only one that can do that.
2: Yeah. So And so he's it, the it's one either, who trained Ahsoka. <laughs> yes,
3: it's either that he trained Ahsoka in the way of doing this, or Ahsoka is oh, he incredibly totally did.
2: powerful. But he right. totally did. And I think that she is incredibly powerful. He totally trained, like you saw so much of his training. Like in, so spoiler alert, it ends with Maul and her fighting, right? In, in their fight, you get so many little quips like little one-liners and zingers, where it's like, "Yeah, that's Anakin, right?" right. Like Yeah. Like when she's like, uh, "You have Obi Wan something or other," and she's like, "You'll find I have a lot of qualities to dislike." It's like, "Yeah, that's that's Anakin. That's a Skywalker thing." You yeah. Know
1: what I mean? yeah. Uh, yeah. She's
2: more Skywalker than Rey is. Give me a break. <laughs> Give me a oh, break. Totally. It's Ahsoka Skywalker.
1: Yeah, it should be. Yeah. <laughs>
2: um, can we can we talk about? Sure. About go the go to town. Oh yeah,
1: it was amazing.
2: Because the lightsaber fight was probably the best I've ever seen. Like they need to do what they did for this for every single lightsaber battle going forward in CGI, because they, if you didn't know, they did the motion capture. It wasn't just, it wasn't just like we're going to animate this. They did motion capture with Ray Park who played Darth Maul in episode one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, As well, as well as this girl, Lauren, Mary Kim, who is, I've never heard of her, but a ridiculously talented stunt actress um so they straight up did the the move and you can tell you're watching if you watch this there is oh it's realistic yeah
0: yeah oh yeah this
2: fight Uh and all the other the movements look and this is again as i was talking earlier about how like i didn't like the lightsaber fights every movement was really quick and cheesy this was deliberate and like real yeah Uh, and and i've i've watched the lightsaber battle at least five times i like found it on youtube and i've just looped it over over, because like the movements are just so cool and And the fact that they're fighting on essentially a balance beam yeah, yeah. The second, the second yeah. half of that fight where they fall onto that balance beam is killer. They're, it's they're killer. up
3: there. They're above everything, and and there is fear in both of them about falling. You can see that, and oh, yeah. that's what I appreciate. That they're not just like I am Jedi. I can do anything.
2: Right. Well, they're they're both the Padawan.
3: You know what I mean? It's yeah. Padawan yeah. versus
2: Padawan, almost. You know what I mean? In fact, and so. The, the episode is called The Phantom Apprentice. Phantom Apprentice, yes, that's right. It's a great, great episode yeah, name. Absolutely. Uh, but look, just talk about the cinematography of that fight. Like, th- that fight opens up, first of all, with Maul offering his hand to Ahsoka, just like Kylo. Yep. Like, like join me. And Ahsoka says, okay. <laughs> she says, okay, let's do it. But before she says, okay, that explosion and that glass and the camera just panning around them and, like, they don't flinch or anything. It's just glass and explosion flying towards the was like like standing there still. It was amazing in that camera angle. Uh, the only thing that makes her say no is that she refuses to believe that her master can be the apprentice to Darth Sidious. Right. She refuses to believe. Yeah. Like she was ready to go. All right. Darth. All right. Let's go. Yeah. I'll, well, I'll, let's go. You let's and go. me. Let's kill this guy.
1: Yeah. And then
2: she's like, he's like, yeah, Anakin's a bad guy. Nope. No, nope, I'm out. You Anakin's my boy. Let's have the best duel ever.
1: And they even, do, and even like as they're back going back and forth on the balance beam, there was like one scene where they, they got to like an intersection of where like four or eight balance beams get together, or like the beams in the ceiling get together, and you see like so well thought out, like the feet were on two mm-hmm. beams, and it wasn't cheesy, it wasn't like you got like you said. They're not like I'm Jedi, so I can just do whatever I want. Like you could tell that they were worried about their footwork. You could tell that they were making sure that when they were attacking, they knew where they were going and all this stuff. It was
0: v-
2: so yeah. awesome. and that and that does two things. Number one, um, it makes it a little more realistic. Yeah, you know what I mean. And number two, it makes them seem like you know more powerful. Like they're right. they're using this training, and they're like they're really concentrated. I don't know. It was the coolest fight scene I've seen in Star Wars. I love it.
1: I, even at one point when the clones are on the ground, and I guess they defeated um, the other Mandalorians at one point, and Rex or somebody looks up, and you see from a distance, you just see the two mm-hmm. lightsabers or the three lightsabers glowing, and they're fighting, and you can tell how high up they are when they're doing
0: this.
2: Oh, yeah. The last shot of the... Of the uh, episode where Ahsoka's just looking up and you see just the sea of desolation and destruction underneath her. Uh-huh. Again, this is, like I don't know how you praise cinematography in a animated series. Right. I guess that's just animation. Yeah. Uh, the animation is out of this world.
1: It's here. amazing. Yeah.
2: It's just nuts. And it's it's really cool, especially that shot I was talking about with him like him holding his hand out, because not only is it just like that's crazy. They're both apprentices, but like the symbolism, it's like it wasn't really Maul asking Ahsoka to join the dark side. No, and it wasn't uh-uh. Maul asking Ahsoka to join. You know, it wasn't them trying to. Yeah. it was just saying, "Let's team up."
1: Yeah, he we have a common a enemy, Jedi. Yeah,
2: a former Jedi, and a former Sith. Two people who used to belong to factions that have been warring for thousands of years, mm-hmm. and they're in one room, reaching out to each other, about to join. And I just think that's such an incredible intersection. Yeah, and again. That's more almost more important than some of the stuff like some of the things that are happening galactically with the Skywalkers. You know right. what I mean? Like, and oh, we yeah. have just now seen this. this I will say I'm
3: I'm excited that um, that she didn't join him, and and I'm I would be a little upset if she does end up joining Maul in these next two episodes because it seems to happen a little bit too easily and frequently throughout Clone Wars and Rebels, even. Yeah. Um, where it's like, you're the bad guy, I'm the good guy, let's team up. Okay. And they just they just go right into it, like a little bit too easy. Uh, yeah. like like when we see them all again in, in Rebels. Yeah. They team up and it's like, Oh, you just you just, you know, screwed me over the last time, but let's team up again. Okay. You know, it, it just happens so easily. There there was but no weight in this moment and I don't want f- it to be lost.
2: To be fair, we also saw a guy murder a whole bunch of people and then uh, and his father. And then at the end of the movie, he 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 wore a T-shirt, so he was cool again. And so now, and so now let's kiss,
0: right? So that's, there's,
2: again, there's precedence for that too. There he is, right? The shrug. Uh, to those listening, Chris just did the shrug uh, handsomely. Um, also, ow. Ow. <laughs> but yeah, so there's precedence for that in, in Star Wars, with teaming up with the, the bad guy, even though he killed a bunch of people. But. Yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, so we have this former Jedi, this former Sith who team up. Uh, and again, it's all just a ruse to, to lure Anakin. Maul knows that Anakin is the desire or the object of Sidious's desire, and he's hoping by doing this, he can get Anakin to come here and he'll kill Anakin. Now, during the fight, Ahsoka even says, it's a good thing I came, Anakin would have, and Anakin would have destroyed him. I mean, if we know that Anakin is the chosen one and he trained right. Ahsoka, there's a pretty good chance Anakin would have gotten there and just, like, crushed him with his hand. Yeah. And if you, like, see any of the new media of Darth Vader, you know they're really playing up how powerful Anakin is. Yeah, you know what I mean. So he's right. It's it's a good thing that Anakin didn't go there. Um, but yeah, it's and then it ends even, with even
1: with- if we go back to like Episode Nine when when Ahsoka first uh, they they're chasing him down in the sewers, uh, chasing Maul down in the sewers, and Maul. Mole- they get uh Ahsoka, she's trapped in the middle of like uh like a four way sewer whatever. There's um yeah. Mandalorians, the Mandalorians in, in three Watch, ways. Yeah. The Death Watch is all surrounded her and then she turns around and then here here's Mull, you see the red lightsaber or whatever, I forget how it he comes out of the fourth side and he's like, Who are you? And then she, he's like, I, I don't want you, I want Obi Wan and he's like Where 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 are they? Why? Why they send you here? And she's like, "Well, they sent me instead." And they do a real small lightsaber battle, and then he just like brushes her aside. He's like, "Not now." And he just goes and just pushes her against, and then he runs away. And it's like, "Oh, this is such foreshadowing," because you see that something even more, another battle is going to come because she's not happy that she got defeated so easily. You know that the next time that they meet is going to be even better. And, and again, pretty- this, this plays into
3: my my concept theory that she's been trying to push aside her Jedi powers a little bit and distance herself from them. Because yeah, she did her cool jumping out of the, the, the sky thing, and that was pretty pretty damn badass. But there are other levels besides incredible aerial acrobatics to being a Jedi. And the fact that Maul is so easily able to just go, eh, and right. shove her aside. Yeah yet she's able to come back and defeat him in battle.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: That means that she finally has to, like, in my head, she has to be like, you know what? I have to embrace everything. I'm committed. Yeah, what I'm use. I have to but fully that, commit to all of my... But I think
2: that's him. what makes her, like, such a good... I guess you can't call her a Jedi anymore. Ever since... For years, there's been this term thrown around called gray Jedi. Right, Uh, The Knights of the Old Republic uh, is one of the earliest mentions of, like, Grey Jedi, and there's this character, Jolie Bindo, uh, who's this old hermit who lives in, like, the the sewers of, I think, Taurus, Uh, and he's, like, used to be a Jedi, and he, like, left, and that was, like, one of the earliest times we hear about a Jedi leaving, and they're called Grey Jedi, Um, and he was all about balance, and he, like, used some good and some bad, and I think that's something that they're exploring more too in the new star wars is this idea of balance and using good and bad and they were exploring that with kylo ren and i think that's what made ahsoka such a great fighter and like you even see that she comes back and she like the jedi way isn't to kill but she comes back and says obi-wan was right you are hard to kill like she's trying to kill him yeah you know what i mean she's she she isn't a bad person but she's also not anymore restricting herself to the code of the jedi right which I think is something that she's using to her advantage and you see that later on too and i'm, I'm wondering if we're going to see her her lights because she lost her lightsabers but we see her later in rebels and her lightsabers are pure white
0: mm-hmm. so i'm
2: wondering where we get that if we're going to see a story behind why that's the thing because that yeah. seems like a pretty neutral color to me you know what i mean yeah it's a pretty it's a statement to have a white lightsaber and after having all that um so she's just such she's such an interesting character, you know what I mean? They did such a good job with her, and that's you know Dave Filoni. I I hope he does yep. everything from now on, absolutely everything.
1: And the good news is, Mandalorian season two, we're gonna see her live action too. So that's these, what I hear.
3: I'm very excited about it. Yeah, that's the rumor. I'm, I'm excited but scared. Yeah. At the same time. I'm scared because I don't I, I don't I want think, to lose her. Yeah. Also, you know, Mandalorian the Mandalorian is such a great series, and we we know that because it's separate from everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And while while I'm excited to see her in live action for the very first time, at the same point I don't want her to be just like a transient character that just like walks in. Like if anything, I want it to be like, oh, and she she shows up in the final episode of the season because there's a new spin-off the Ahsoka series. Like That was yeah. Uh-huh. That's what I want Fraser. to see. I don't right. want to see just like a little drop of her
1: and Fraser. go oh, here, that's not that what you get.
2: <laughs> I'm actually currently watching Frazier, by the way.
1: Oh, okay good <laughs> oh it's a great show if you haven't yeah. watched
2: fraser's best spin-off of all time until the ahsoka tano series
1: right that, that will be the best, be the best spin-off, spinoff of all time. time yes
2: um yeah i mean i and then we we end with maul getting captured and essentially being angry that she I, the weirdest thing about i love the capture of too. users yeah. and sith is that they don't want to die no. like the whole reason for their their quest for power and stuff is that like theoretically there's no there's no afterlife for a dark side user right so they're trying their best to hold on to life like that's the whole thing the quest for life that Sidious is trying to like live forever um Maul wants to die he's like no why don't like let me die he's like in again I think he's just in a constant state of agony and his brain yeah. is all all messed up that he's yeah. just like I don't want this anymore and so uh I'm really excited to see what they do with Maul because they're clearly not done with him. If if he's still around a little before, like while the Empire's going on, he's he's pretty clearly still and we don't see him. I mean, we I don't want to spoil anything for uh for Rebels here, but he's clearly still around several years into the future.
1: Yeah, when Rebels um, comes back, he's he's or yeah. when Rebels comes on, he's there again. Yeah. So what's there's, the there's timeline for
3: Rebels
2: me. within within the
3: the uh cinematic uh movies?
1: It's between
2: Clone War between, uh before, I think it's before Solo.
1: Yeah, and after Darth after Vader, Revenge of the Sith. Darth Vader is in Rebels, so right. we know about Darth. So I think Vader. it's
2: I think it's a couple years before like A New Hope. But
1: it's also Maybe. like I'm watching. I'm Doug, on. I'm on like Doug. The, let me know. Yeah.
2: I'm too too lazy <laughs> to Google
1: it. I'm at the last season right now, or uh, for the second time, and they're they're talking about how. This is how a rebellion starts. It starts small and then it builds up. So it's probably right around the same time as um, like right before episode four, like it, it leads up into episode four. So what uh, the Rogue One like right around the same time as Rogue One. because all right, so that was very weird. For some reason, it stopped at one hour and 11 minutes. But luckily for you... Our tech guy is
2: a little slow. I know, this is. guy. Really too many, too he's many kind of tenwood beers. The, yeah.
1: uh, the good right. news is YouTube did not stop recording. So if you want to hear anything else about what we had to say about Ahsoka and the Rebels and where we think it's going to go with the list two episodes and maybe even into the future check out our youtube page just type in banter beskar and bantha milk into youtube and you'll find us and you can check out the full video on there uh for all of us here chris joined us chris thank you for coming thanks Uh, for having me nick is our our leader nick is going to take us out of here so nick is really good at doing our our closing so go ahead nick take us out of here (laughs) this is the way This is the way this is the way.